Welcome into The Son of a Batch, where my 53-year-old mother and a 20-year-old me analyze weekly episodes of The Bachelor with spunk, humor, and multi-generational insight. I'm a Bachelor newbie, and my mom is Bachelor-obsessed. That makes me the son of a batch. Let's go. I'm not the kind of girl you bring home to mama. If my mama loves me, then why you say I'm yours? not the kind of girl you bring home to mama. If my mama loves me, then why can't yours say I'm not the kind of girl? So Luke, uh, last week when I was trying to find when you dropped the pod, I was looking on Spotify. We are naughty. We have four explicit ratings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, well, are you under the impression that I'm the one who makes those ratings? No, no. I think Spotify does it. No, mom, when I upload the podcast, I you can put it as either explicit or not explicit. So the fact that it's only four of them means I'm screwing up something. But yeah, oh. I, I move to explicit just in case. Oh, um, I didn't know. I just figured they were like, oh, there's a lot of F-bombs. We're going to make them explicit. <laughs> No, unfortunately, I don't think we have the listener. I don't think we have the viewership for that. Um, so, Mom, you just got back from Alta and that crazy avalanche, which uh, which the listeners didn't get to hear about. But we actually got interrupted mid-episode last week because you guys were going into avalanche. And now you come back and you're sick. So I'm sorry. It seems like everything's kind of hitting you at once, huh? Yeah. And we survived the avalanche. The avalanche actually hit the parking lot where we were staying. So that was kind of exciting. But yeah, oh we sh- we should upload a picture of that to the gram because it's actually insane. Like your guys's car was covered in snow. It was like, wh- how many inches total did you guys end up getting? I don't even know, but it was it was a little crazy. Jesus. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, we since you've gotten back, we were able to watch what I think was one of the funner episodes of this season. Um, I it was just so fun all around, just electric, a lot of energy. A lot of crazy twists, but at the same time, there's really not a lot to cover because it was, you know, we right now we're down to to the real nitty gritty. We had six people and two went home. So, um, what was your episode title? It was "Rip Off the Band Aid," both for his head, <laughs> I like that. and it was also about he was at the very beginning. He talked to his mom, and I did not think that they're allowed to have any outside communication. So this franchise loves his mom because he got to talk to her. And I think that's unusual. So, dude, rip off the Band-Aid. You don't need to talk to your mom. Yeah. How much do you want to bet that's that's based on her? I bet you she's just way too invested in this thing. She's saying, like, no, you guys are going to let me talk to my son. There's no way I'm not talking to my I mean, she just seems really involved in his life. You know what I mean? Well, I think the franchise likes her and, and there's no reason not to, she's, she's pretty great. And her, one of her quotes, you know, they keep showing in the previews of her saying, you know, almost crying, bring her back to us. So, right. So she's, she's a favorite. Well, so what do you think, what do you think about that? Because in my opinion, so you seem like you're a big fan of his mom, but she just has seemed throughout this whole thing like a helicopter mom. First, we see the first ever one-on-one date is with her, with their family. Um, and she seems very involved in his decision at the end. Uh, we're supposed to guess based on the previews. And she, I don't know. And he still lives with her, obviously. So it just seems like she might be a little overprotective, a little helicoptery. That's my take. But obviously, I didn't get to see last season. What's your, uh, your opinion? I mean, you don't see the parents very often, but I do believe at the end when he's down to two, he gets to have his parents there. 
so that to help him a little bit. And um, I, I just, I, I think she played well last season on Hannah Brown season. And yeah, I think she's very involved, but we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely think she's going to be involved throughout. Um, my episode title was Pete dupes himself because I just felt like he really took the people out who were the most sane and the most normal and kept the people who he, he's not going to like, which is, which is why my continued theory is that he's not going to pick any one of these women because obviously we've heard Pete say over and over again in interviews, this is not going to be, this is the one season where it's not going to be able to be predicted what the ending is. So obviously something, something out of the box happens. Um, I just, I don't think he's keeping around the right people. So I think in the past it's been other women on the show have been manipulating him and coercing him into doing certain things, sending home the wrong people and keeping the wrong people, but now he's just doing it to himself. So Pete dupes himself is my title. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a real question on his maturity because the more mature women in the house, um, he, he hasn't developed relationships with them. And I think that they also are approaching this a little more like a dating situation, like Kelly and Natasha, like, we can be adults about this. Let's let's establish a relationship. I don't have to cry to make you like me. And right. that's just not playing for him. So it's it's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was really sad. I mean, I n- never believed there was any sort of chemistry between him and Natasha, but sad to see her go because she seemed very level-headed and, and smart and mature. Same with Kelly. So I just, ugh, it's, it's, it is sad to see him, them go and then him keep the, the Kelsey's and the Victoria F's of the bunch. So yeah, I, just, I don't know. It's going to be a ride. That's for sure. Well, and our previous guest and my boy Elias uh, certainly wasn't happy about Kelly going home. In fact, uh, I have a little bit of a quote from him of, of someone trying to talk shit. Whoa! 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 It's just like a pod. Whoa! Get rid of this drama. Who is that? Fuck you, Kelly, baby! Fuck you! Fuck you! Dude, this is all fun. You watch your goddamn three times. Hey, BF is hotter. I'm talking shit about fucking She's hotter. So, did you catch that? A little bit of it. So, one of the guys is like, fuck you, Kelly, because he's a big Victoria F fan. And Elias comes back and says, you watch your goddamn mouth. So funny. I just he, he's he's there's a couple of guys in that room who are all in on the Kelly train. So as you can imagine, last night was was tough, but we still had a great time. Um, Although, so mom, sorry, go ahead. I I didn't like her sass. I didn't like her all of the comments she was making. I I wasn't a fan. Yeah. So she definitely got cocky. Yeah. But tell me that she said one thing that wasn't true. That they're babies. I mean, is Victoria F not a baby? Yeah, <laughs> they're young. So, and then to say, I don't know. There's just like things you can say and things you probably shouldn't say. So, like, agree. I'm, agree. I'm, I'm an attorney. What are they? I was yeah, like, yeah. whoa. See, that's what I'm saying. She got a little cocky, but 
it would hard, it'd be hard not to get cocky if you're like a sane, normal person and you're dealing with Victoria F and Hannah Ann, who's been a model since she was 16. Like the, the, the pair of them just, oh, they make me want to rip my hair out. Hannah Ann's gotten a lot better, but you know, being Kelly, I, I completely understand that. I think she got a little cocky and a little ahead of herself. And obviously we saw that backfire, but everything she said, I was in a hundred percent agreement with. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, I have, I'll have some other things to talk about with her later, but yeah, very interesting. I did not expect Kelly to go home. Right. Well, yeah, clearly neither of us saw it coming. Uh, your prediction results, you predicted that Natasha would get a one-on-one. So nice job on that. Um, and predicted that Victoria F would go home. And obviously that didn't happen. Right. Um, my prediction results were that Natasha went home and Madison got a one-on-one, which was true, but I have to acknowledge it's not really that hard at this point. We had six people left, so our, our odds were a lot better than they have been. Exactly. Exactly. So you watched with the group again last night? Oh, yeah. We had – so we had probably about half the guys we normally do. A lot of guys had exams and whatnot, but it was still – despite the lower numbers, it was still one of the more heated and – exciting watch parties we've had yet. It was pretty fun. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'll, I'll upload some videos to the gram of the, of the final reactions, but as you can imagine, the the room went absolutely haywire. (laughs) So I wanted to jump on uh, the commercial. So I watched a little bit of the Oscars on Sunday night Mm. and there was the commercial of Peter at the Potter's wheel taking his shirt off. And then the girls all having their hands all over him. What the hell was that? That was just so odd. Uh, Don't know whose idea that was and don't know how they all agreed to that. Actually, yeah, I do. This show's fucked up. Yes, I I know how they they agreed to that. But uh, yeah, so for those of you who didn't see it, check it out. Go to the Bachelor ABC's Instagram because that's where I saw it. What in the hell? So Pete's at a a little potting, uh, what do you call that? Potter's wheel or something. And he's making a pot with his shirt off, of course. And then all of a sudden you just see hands, no, no faces, just hands come around from behind him and start grabbing his boobs and his abs and shit. And it was all weird. And then all of a sudden he, the pot just falls off the table and he, he gets taken back by all these arms, like, uh, like zombies in the walking dead. It was, it was just so weird. It was weird. I, I think they do a really good job on their promos and I'm going to, I was just like, I have no idea what's happening right now. Well, I mean, geez, I've said this before, like it's a fun show to watch, but it's not a show that I'm proud I watch. And there are that, that if there's anyone who's on the fence about it and they saw that commercial, they're sure as shit not watching it. They're going to be way totally against it. So yikes. Yeah, it was a, that was a tough look for the franchise for sure. Agreed. So um, cool. moving on to our FFSs or our for fuck's sake moment. Mm. This has driven me crazy for years. When the bachelor is going to send the woman home, he picks up the rose, almost taunting her, holds it in front of her and says, I can't give this to you. I was like, what? Why are you doing that? Why would you pick up the rose? Why? Where's your class? (laughs) I find that. Yeah. That's where you draw the line. That's where I draw the line. That is where you draw the line. Mom. Have you not noticed that every week we see Chris Harrison come out and say, ladies, there's one rose left. Like that's also ridiculously unnecessary. I just, there's a million. I don't know why that bothers out. me because when he picks it up, when they're just one-on-one, you think you're going to get it. And then it's like, psych, you're going home. 
Yeah, I mean, well, that's definitely in the contract. They Come do. On. They all do. I hate right? it. Yeah, it's got to it's gotta be in the contract. That's, oh my God. I'll, of all the shit we've seen this season, that's what's bothering me. <laughs> Wild. Um, but that is definitely, definitely for fuck's sake. But I, I think at that point, you could be saying for fuck's sake for this entire show. Um, so I'm actually going to take a bit of a, an audible here. And instead of for fuck's sake, I'm going to throw in a no shit Sherlock moment. Um, so we see Pete do the one-on-one with Madison, which obviously went very well. And then he goes straight into the one-on-one with Natasha, which went about as you would expect, considering he didn't kiss her until last episode. And he's all hands team, but never with Natasha, never, never moving the hands with her. And his quote was, I'm very much in love with Madison. And I don't know if I'm there yet with Natasha. No shit, Sherlock. You've, you've barely seen her ever. Like you guys have barely ever gone on a date. So I just, it's wild to me that she made it to that final six without ever getting a one-on-one. And then he's expecting to have the same feelings that he's had with Madison, who's met his family, who's had two one-on-ones. Like, obviously you're not going to have those feelings. It's just, once again, the premise of the show, how are you ready to marry these people after two dates, one date? I need years to figure that out. You know, it's just, ugh. What an odd show, but yeah, I was like, no shit, Pete, you haven't given her any right. chance. Well, and I feel so bad for her that that was so yeah. late in the game because he kept giving double one-on-ones to everybody. Yeah. So she never even had a chance, but love, lovely woman, yeah. uh, very strong, strong woman. And I look forward to, I would love to see her as the bachelorette. I think that would be amazing. She, yeah, she so just I- could hold her own. Yeah, I'm I'd be shocked if we see that just because I don't think she had enough of a connection with Pete to be a fan favorite, if you will. Um, But yeah, I would I would love to see her back. And regardless, she's too good for Pete. She's too smart. She's too level headed. Pete is into the young, emotional women, as we as we've seen with the last ones we're in. I mean, so what do we got? We got Madison and Hannah Ann at 23. Victoria F at 25 and Kelsey is the old one at 28 and her maturity sure as shit hasn't caught up with her yet. So I don't, I don't think he's doing any, any great job picking women who are really ready. But having said that, I still have my bring home to mama picks still as Madison and Kelsey. (laughs) Yeah. We got two now. Oh my God. Um, Yes. Because I think out of all the women on the dates, you heard Kelsey saying the kind of things that sounds like somebody who has been in multiple relationships talking about, I know what I want. Mm. You know, I, I didn't want to settle. I could have been married by now. I want children, but I also want to have my own career. I mean, yeah, I'll agree with you. I thought it was, it was mature by her to say all that stuff, but Keep that in context that that's the first time we've seen her have a dialogue and not cry. I think that literally might be number one. Like we're, it's, it's just wild how, how, how often she's crying and she's emotional over something dumb and small. And I, yeah, I I, I think he even said that he's like, Oh, we didn't have an emotional moment on this date. (laughs) So I, I feel like he tried though. He tried to like, you know, he said, let's run all the way up the hill. And she was clearly not into that. And then, uh, they get to the top and, and I think she was on the brink of tears, but she held it. She held it together. She did. She um, did. So let's talk one-on-ones then. First one we got is Madison. Uh, the one-on-one, they, they went through uh, Lima, Peru, and then they got on a boat and did a little fishing. And I saw a little deleted scene today that Madison 
does not like fish and did not like cleaning the fish and cutting the fish and all that, but they had to do it. Um, so what, yeah, what did you think? I felt like Madison kind of held her own. She does, but I would, uh, he talked about like feeling like they were best friends. And I will tell you that you're, when we find in the preview that she's saving herself for marriage, it kind of explains how I would, how I view their date. So it's almost like Mm. a little less passionate. I mean, it's definitely passionate, but you don't see that huge physical connection between the two of them that you did like with Sydney and stuff like that. And I almost get the impression of like just a really young relationship with a fairly inexperienced woman. Um, Yeah, I definitely think, I mean the fact, yeah, she has saved herself from marriage, but that didn't stop them. I mean, they were on the bow of the boat, uh, you know, laying on top of each other. Pete grabbed some ass that, that happened. Uh, So I, there was definitely I would disagree with you a bit on the physical connection part of that. But yeah. Yeah, I think I think you're right. She's young. It's kind of wild to me that she's the same age as Hannah Ann. And this was the first time that I noticed that. They're yeah. both twenty three. Uh Madison just seems like she has her shit together a lot more. But uh yeah, the whole saving yourself for marriage thing, I mean I, I can't knock it because it has to do with religious values, but uh, it's it's tough to to go on this show and be that way. You know what I mean? Well, and I think, so I grew up in that, I grew up in a really hardcore Catholic culture and it's, I think the ironic part is, is that Pete is a very physical uh, man. He clearly, he clearly values intimacy and sexual relationships. And that is a very big thing for him. So I think it's interesting that she hadn't talked to him about it yet. And I, I think I think in my mind that takes Madison out of the running in the end, but we'll see. Yeah. I mean, those hands never stop moving. And so he's, yeah, he's definitely a, a physical guy, but I, I agree with you. And that's why I've said since the beginning, you know, everybody was on the Madison train and still is on the Madison train, but I'm like, there is so much that we know from her bio that they haven't talked about at all. And this was the first time where they even touched on the aspect of religion and She's clearly extremely religious. As I've said before, only book that she would bring on an island is the Bible. Uh, she runs an orphanage and must have Peter living in an orphanage or uh, wanting to open an orphanage and being able to live with orphans, stuff like that. Basically, just a lot of big life decisions that come along with it. I don't want to say baggage because it's not necessarily a bad thing. But there's just a lot that goes into being with Madison. And they hadn't really touched on that. And finally, she brings up religion. Uh, The women back at the hotel said that they knew that Madison wants someone to be a spiritual leader in their household. And given Pete's response, I don't know if, I don't know if he's there for that. I, so I, I just think they have a good connection and I think there is chemistry there, but I don't know if they could work out in the end. Just like you said, I I just don't see it. Yeah. And I think, I, I think her goals are admirable. I think she comes off much more mature because she does know what she wants to do. I believe she's works in the foster care system, which is, is very important. Um, Yeah, absolutely. But that's a really big value that um, would have to be discussed with Pete in, in a very big way. But it's also interesting that she's the only woman that he told that he was following in love with. Well, didn't he say that to Victoria F last week? Oh, I don't know. I don't think I'm pretty so. sure he did. Remember did they he? were at dinner 
and he said he, he said that to her and then she stormed off and went and stood on the deck and she pulled her classic bullshit. But yeah, he's those are the two that he's got the strongest feelings for, for sure. And um, the interesting part is she didn't say it back. No, she didn't. I, I thought that was hilarious. She goes, thank you. I really needed to hear that. But no, no. Yeah, no, I love you too. Yeah. That being said, it goes back to the the youth and the immaturity, right? If she's never been in this situation before, if she's never even uh, had sex or like done any of that shit before, I don't, I don't know what her relationship history is, you know, really right. no clue. But uh, if she's never felt that stuff before, it's going to be hard to, to say that you love somebody for sure. So yeah. I don't know what I will say. The caveat to everything that I just said is out of this group. I definitely think Madison has the best shot to, yeah. to be the ending pick, but as we all know, I, I don't believe that any of them are going to be the pick. I think it's, I think it's Hannah B. I kind of, at this point, I don't even know Hannah B that well, but I hope it's Hannah B because holy shit, I just don't like any of these women. Well, and I really like Madison. I just think all, all the religion yeah. and all that kind of stuff is just going to be such a big hurdle for them. You're right. No, it's not that I don't like Madison. It's just that I don't like her for Pete. Yeah. So I agree. I don't know. Um, so next we move on to, finally holy shit a one-on-one with natasha and it just seemed like from the beginning of this thing there wasn't a connection which once again no shit clearly right but wasn't really a lot of connection you could just tell from the moment they sat down that pete was just not into it yeah i the one thing i really liked is that the girls all seemed excited for her to get a one-on-one when they announced it so i was really happy about that um i think Pete needs women to throw themselves at him and Natasha at 31 isn't going to do that. She's, you know, she's looking for an equal partner. She's, you know, she participated, she was fun, but she's not going to sit there and beg him to keep her. And I think he used all these really interesting adjectives to describe her. And yet that's not what he wants. So he described her as bold, fierce, honest, he said almost too honest. And I think, I, I just think that she was, she lasted this long because she was honest with him and kind of, he could trust what she was going to tell him, yeah. Yeah. but she's been in the friend zone for a long time. Yeah, clearly. Um, I, th- I think at the end of the day, there, there wasn't a physical attraction from him and there also wasn't an emotional attraction. Cause like you said, she's not immature and she's not going to, throw herself at you and say, I love you prematurely, which is weirdly what he wants. Um, show is so damn backwards. Uh, but yeah, she definitely got put in the friend zone. Sucks. She did. It's the worst zone to be in. And do you think some of that was because she's so bold and, you know, from day one, she would call him on his crap. So do you think he just was like, I appreciate that, but that's not who I want to be with. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's the, she also is 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 reserved in that she is like you said she's not going to throw it all out there. She's a little bit more, you know. I want to see it from you as it should be. That's a partnership, but you should see it both ways. And Pete just wants them to come on to him immediately, right? Like <laughs> that's why I think I'm so, I was surprised Savannah didn't get the first impression rose on the first night because she kissed him off the bat, right? So right. I don't know. Yeah, twelve kisses on the first night, like. Yeah, it kind of makes sense that he's into the women who come on to him first. I would love to see the stats on, of those 12, how many lasted and, and how far, right? But 
Um, Natasha sure shit wasn't one of them, and she lasted longer than she 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 really did last a, a long time, but there was just nothing there. Right, totally agree. Um, finally, third one on one was with Kelsey. What did, what did you think of this date? Um, I I think that that's Pete's kind of date. He's a really active guy. He likes the action and an adventure. So the ATV date seemed fun for him. But I think those dates are always weird because they're not able to have a conversation. She's she's eating his dust. They're not side <laughs> by side. And you know what ATVing is like. You get done and oh, you yeah. have black dust all over your face. She looks That's scared. all I could think. When I was watching them ride, and like, because obviously we've ATV'd before, I was watching them ride. I'm like, holy shit, she is getting blasted by his dust, literally eating his dust. Hilarious. Right. And I, I've been talking a little more positively about Kelsey, but something that you had said about her lie. previously, I know. When she got the one-on-one, she said, oh, I'm so excited to spend time with him without you guys. And I was like... <laughs> Kelsey, eat some humble pie. Shut the F up, lady. Oh, come on, mom. I mean, that's what they're all thinking. What do you, you want them to sit there and be fake and say, oh, I didn't even really want it. Like, no, you just, you just sit there and go, oh, oh, I'm excited. Not, I'm so excited to spend time with him without you guys there. I don't know. I mean, that's the truth. I mean, okay. So you, you have a lot of respect for Natasha. And she said, uh, every time a girl gets a one-on-one, I'm always thinking, I hope that bitch doesn't come back. I, I did right? cringe a little bit at that, but yeah, it was kind of funny too. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I agree with it. I, I like the, I like people who can be real and say what they're really feeling. I like the honest, brutal truth. So I, I didn't mind that, Fair. but I do mind Kelsey. Like I said, not, a, not the biggest fan. Um, I think as far as the date goes, I, I actually thought it was kind of a fun date. Like you said, that's gotta be up his alley and maybe it caters more to, to male to the dudes in the world. I don't know. Um, but Kelsey clearly did not like that. Like you said, she's riding in the dust. And then as soon as they get there, it was kind of awkward and weird. Pete was like, let's run up to the top of the mountain. So they ran like full speed and were just gassed by the time they got up there. And then Pete's like, Oh, I'm out of shape. And I'm like, yeah, well, I mean, you just ran straight up a mountain. Like, yeah, that why was did weird. You do that? It that was, was just really odd. Seemed like he was trying to be romantic and it was just weird. And she clearly was like, I don't want to fucking run up this hill right now, but okay. Um, He's a a pilot. He likes adventure. So that's going to be an important component for any woman to want to go enjoy sporting events and, you know, doing dangerous things. And I mean, he's an action packed guy. It seems like. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. How did this date make you feel about Kelsey in general? Obviously, she's your come home to mama, uh, despite how much I hate that. But hey, it is what it is. Um, so what did, what, did you, what did you think of her on this date? What she I, said, how she handled it? You know, they kind of talked about family and some serious stuff. I thought they did a really, I thought she did a really good job of talking about that and talking about what she wants and what she deserves and that she wants an equal partnership. I mean, that's a lot more than what we got from Madison, um, it's a lot more than we got from any of the discussions that he had with any of the other women. So I kind of like that. And then the evening portion of the date, she shares more information about her family. The one thing that I think is going to be weird for him is that he's so tight with his family. His mom and dad have been married for over 30 years. 
So even though he feels really bad for her about the dynamic of her family, I think that's going to be hard for him to handle. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, hey, kudos to her for saying it without crying, but you know what? I felt like this was one of those moments. I've said it before. I feel like a lot of the time these women say, oh, I'm going to tell you something really deep just to make a connection. And this time it actually felt like it was something coming from the heart where she felt like it was time to tell him something that was really deep for her. And it just didn't seem forced. It seemed very real. And so that's why why I will applaud Kelsey a little bit on this. Uh, don't, don't get it twisted. She's still bad shit. But uh, I, yeah, I, I earned a little bit of respect for her, but definitely not enough to make up for how much I've lost throughout the course of the season for her. So here's the weird part about this. And I never understand why they do this because they're on TV. So she says, I haven't told my mom that I'm in contact with my dad, but you just told an entire national television audience. And I sure as hell wouldn't want to find out that way. So, yeah, I mean, maybe she was planning on telling her when she came back before it aired. I don't know. You're, but you're right. Yeah. That wasn't, that wasn't the sharp. I also don't think Kelsey's one of those people who's really thinking before she's talking necessarily. Right. So maybe that was just a total accident. I don't know. But but hard family dynamic, I mean... Yeah, so wait, you just you think Pete would have trouble handling that because he has such a strong family dynamic and she doesn't? Yeah, because I think he really likes that about Madison, how her family's been together for a really long time and she really respects her dad being the leader in the family. I mean, that's that's common for both of them. So having to marry into a situation where there's constant drama between the parents would be hard. Yeah. I think, I think that's fair. And I think that maybe that's why Pete and Madison can relate a little bit, but at the same time, maybe Kelsey's avoiding mama wars. Maybe Pete's mama is going to say, Hey, I want you guys at my place for every family holiday. And since Kelsey doesn't, doesn't, it seems like have great ties with her mom, then maybe that's not an issue. So I don't know. I actually, I understand what you're saying, but I, I actually think that women who don't have a strong connection with their families might have a, a little bit of a leg up here. Yeah. Well, it definitely prevents some of those issues for sure. Yeah, true. All right. So mom, let's move on to this three on one. And I just noticed, I think you're starting to side with me because for the three on one, you have noted Hannah Ann, Victoria F and Hannah B. So Oops. wait a minute. Are you Oops. are you subconsciously knowing she's gonna <laughs> she's gonna come back and win this shit? Oops. You're damn right, mom. You're damn right. That's what it's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. That wow. That was subliminal. That was really subliminal. See, you th- you're thinking it too. Don't tell me you don't think Hannah B is coming back. So, I thought the start of this date was so awkward. Like everybody got out of the start showed up and it was like kind of weird quiet it was super awkward yeah it was well i mean even in the car ride there none of them were talking so it has to get to a point where none of these women like each other you're sitting in a room together you're sitting in a house together whatever all the time and just talking shit about each other competing with each other like ugh sounds awful so it, it does make sense you could also tell they started to like each other. So like they yeah, show yeah. Hannah, Hannah Ann and Kat, uh, Kelsey talking and that was champagne gate. And clearly they've made up. So, Oh, but you don't believe that. I No, come on. The producers say, Hey, you and you are the only ones here. Talk about what's going on. Cause those conversations are so 
prescribed. I don't think the words that they're saying are scripted necessarily. Maybe they are, but not necessarily. It's just that, but I mean, obviously they're like, all right, talk about Natasha's one-on-one. And what do you guys think about that? Yeah. You know well, what I mean? So I don't think that means anything. I, I think they, I think you start to generally, genuinely like each other a little bit. Not everybody. Yeah. I don't think Kelly liked anybody. I think Kelly was on her own train all by herself. Yeah, maybe. I was just going to say, I saw on Madison's Instagram that Kelly commented like, love you, girl. And I was going to say, no, maybe they're friends. But then I realized, no, girls do that. Who hate each other all the time. So never mind. Right. Um, right. So yeah, it was, it was a pretty awkward start. They sit down. Pete's like super solemn. Oh my God. Hold on. How have we not covered this yet? Really quickly to go all the way back to this. And then the first date with Madison. Holy shit. He's like, guys, look, look, look. I got my bandaid off. You want to kiss it? Do you want to kiss my head? Look, it's so pretty. Ugh. God. Yeah. He just looks for any excuse to make out. It's hilarious. I was like, wow, Pete, good for you. you got your scarf. <laughs> off. Dumbass. Um, but anyway, he sits down. They have a super solemn conversation after him saying, uh, I got my bandaid off. And then is this one? Wait, actually, maybe I have this screwed up. They go to, did they go to the uh, ranch house or whatever first? You, you take yeah. this away because I, I, I evidently can't remember how this went. They do. They, they go to the ranch house. Kelly has constant quotes. She's annoyed. She's pissed that she's on a date with two children. Right, um, right. But I believe he grabs Hannah Ann first. So he kind of walks him through and says there's a winery and there's horses. And he grabs Hannah Ann first. And then Kelly proceeds to lay on the couch and say she's going to take a nap. Right. So then he and Hannah Ann go have their discussion. And Oh, my God. And she breaks out her stupid little note. Okay, so I'm a sucker for that stuff. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. You would be. But you know what? You know who else is? Pete, because he is such a sap. Um, and I thought I, it was a great play by her. She knew she knew how to work him. She tried to show, wow, I'm really into this. You know, here's your here's your note. I mean, it was Once very... I saw that, I knew it was over. Like, me and, me and uh, one of the guys in the room bet on Hannah Ann going home, and when I saw that, I knew it was over. Yeah, it, it was very middle school, yet... <laughs> She, you know, she spent some time. That's so true. She she spent some time. I think she used different color markers, which you know what oh I can appreciate. She put hearts over her eyes, mom. Did she Did really? No. Oh yeah, it was full on like fourth grade love note being passed from one end of the class to the other. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah, so that's that a little cringy there, but she put some time in and thought about you know why. So at least she did something. And I think, I I mean, I thought it was a a smart move. She's the only true player still here. Like, well, that's not necessarily true, but no, actually, you know, I will say that she is the only like pageant level player still here. You don't think Victoria F is playing him for everything. I mean, she's playing with fire. She she is. No, she's an emotional wreck. I think she is to an extent, but her game is to argue with him and to cry and to walk away and like, She's playing a game. I think that it's calculated, but it's it's weak, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. She's not on Hannah Ann's level. Let's put it that way. Okay, fair, fair. So, so good, good on Hannah Ann. She totally nailed her portion of the discussion, and then he pulls Victoria F next, I believe. No, he pulls Kelly next. So I'm I'm not sure. I think Kelly was next, and. He 
you know, she's just light and she's like, this is fun. And I know you hate that I say fun, but this is fun. But you can tell Pete is not into it at all. So she is not yeah. giving, she's treating this like a date. And clearly Kelly like doesn't, yeah, she doesn't understand. If she was really serious about this, this is not an adult dating situation where you just go have fun, see where it goes. That's not what this is. So I kind of get why he sent her home. She wasn't giving him anything to hang on to. She wasn't giving him any, I like you. I really, I, she did. She said she liked him, but you know, this is just fun and light. And that was okay at the beginning, but I, I kind of get why he sent her home. Yeah. Yeah. She definitely, she got cocky, tried to have fun with it, felt very comfortable. And yeah, uh, my question is at what point did they sit down with the host of the ranch or whatever? Cause that they showed a- that. That was at the beginning. Okay, yeah. So that's what I thought. That's what that's how they started. Okay, but then they show the cutscene at the end where he's like, "So what? Are, what are all you guys like? How 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 do you guys know each other?" And Pete's like, "Well, they're all my girlfriends." And he's like, "All of them are are your girlfriends? All of them?" And he's like, "Yeah." It's like, so you you date her, you kiss her, and then you date her, you kiss her. Like he had he couldn't believe it, and that was probably some producer shit, but. Once again, love how I thought it was cool actually that the show was making fun of itself a bit there. Yeah, that was pretty yeah, cool. and they all looked very uncomfortable too when he was saying it in words. Because I think, I think you're like, yeah, that's how this works. But when somebody repeats it to you out loud, you're like, this is really weird. So I think some of the other stuff I didn't like about Kelly, I didn't like how she was age shaming Hannah Ann. Um, even though Hannah Ann is young. And Kelly is older and she has more of a career. I just, I wasn't a fan of that. I yeah. I just thought, I thought some of the stuff that she was saying, you're an attorney, that's great. But I will tell you that most of the people that go on this show do not keep their current career. Rachel Lindsay's an attorney. She doesn't practice anymore. I Andy mean, her Dor- dad owns the practice, so I think she's fine. Maybe, maybe she'll continue to practice. But if she goes anywhere in this franchise, she won't be a practicing attorney. So, you know, good for you for saying that, but be careful what you say. Mm. Well, uh, see, I, I, I disagree a bit. I mean, yeah, age shaming, sure, not great. But uh, I don't I don't believe Hannah Ann's ready for marriage, do you? No, I don't. So so there, her point was Hannah Ann's too young and Victoria F. doesn't have her shit together. And I was like, both are completely accurate, which is why – if Pete was in any way sane, she would have stayed and she would have been, she should have been a, a lock and should have been able to be casual about it. Right. So I see your point, but I, uh, boy, I think you let, let a good one go. I think you let a good one slip. Well, I, I don't have a problem with him letting Kelly go except for they kept Victoria F and there's absolutely no excuse for that. She is aggressive. She's she, awful. She she told him he was in a mood. She didn't appreciate his mood. I was just, just like. It seems like every time they get together, she just wants to fight. For right. No right. And he even acknowledged that and said, I feel like you're attacking me. And he still chose her. Why? Right. It, it makes yeah. absolutely no sense to me. So the fact that Kelly went home over Victoria F is just beyond my comprehension. Yeah, and that's why I say Pete duped himself, man. He he put himself 
so we're going to get to the conclusion inevitably, right? Where these four women, despite the hometowns and despite the producers trying to sway you into thinking he's going to pick one of them, he's going to realize none of them are a good match for him. He's a dumbass, and he sent home all the good ones. So he duped himself, and then we're going to get Hannah B. And it's honestly, I'm rooting for it. I'm gonna, I'm excited. <laughs> At this point, I can't disagree with you too much because I really thought Madison was going to go in strong. But from the previews and... Uh, I, I think Peter having in, intimate relations with some of the other women is just going to throw her over the edge. And I just don't know that she could, is going to be able to stay in the mix. See, I just, ah, that's why the whole Madison thing has kind of bothered me and why I've never really been on the, I really like her train is right. because how do you put yourself in this show? If your beliefs are truly that, you know, this person should be saving themselves for marriage and, uh, they can't be having intimate relationships with anyone else. I mean, I think once again, as we always say, I think that's fair in the real world, but you're on this show and you right. know how this show works. There's no right. way you didn't know how this works. There's literally at the final three or whatever, you get fantasy suites. Right. What do you think happens in the fantasy suite? They just talk. I don't think so. Yeah. So I, yeah, I don't know. That, that was pretty, that was pretty tough for me. Yeah. Um, so that kind of covers all of our dates. Let's jump into, I had a, a my tweet of the week here. Uh, someone typed, petition for Kelly to come to paradise, not as a contestant, but as legal counsel to provide real talk and scathing social commentary, <laughs> which I just thought was <laughs> funny because damn, she really, I mean, she really knows how to analyze it. You know, if she could do what she did last episode and be kind of a little bit more uh, aggressive and mean, but truthful and, and harshly truthful, yeah, I would love to see her commentary on every episode. Maybe we should get her on the pod. I, she she would be fun. I mean, I I did enjoy <laughs> her sassiness. It just it was just it didn't seem appropriate, and it bit her in the ass. Yeah, given her position, it was a little much. But you know, it doesn't take away the fact that it was a hundred percent true. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things that we see in the preview, and we obviously we've seen it since day one is Pete's mom crying and saying, bring her home. Who's your, who's your bet on who that is? Madison. Okay. I, so until this point, I've thought it was Hannah B. And now I think it's Madison Yeah. because there, there was also one point where she said, God has given you a sign by putting her in your life. And so just the t religious ties with Madison and the fact that she's really uncomfortable with him being intimate with other women and she's probably going to walk out because of that, it just it makes too much sense yeah. for her to say. So I still think that Hannah B is going to win or they're going to end up together, whatever you want to say. But I agree with you. I, I really do think that could be Madison. Yeah. Um, so, so one of the things that happens on the uh, hometown dates is that Peter's going to go ask each father – for hopefully the father and the mother, but usually it's the dad where he's going to go ask permission to marry their daughter. Mm. He's going to do it four times in theory. And that's a big, as you know, we've had this conversation with your sisters. They are not big fans of asking permission because you're not property and it should be your decision. So my question for you, is he going to ask every single one of the dad's permission i guess kelsey no because her dad won't be there but the other three is he gonna well he'll he'll probably ask kelsey's mom is he gonna ask all four of them for permission 
are you saying assuming that none of them walk out or something? Yes. Because I could easily see that. So yeah, assuming none of them walk out. Yeah, absolutely. And it is kind of weird. I think, I think that's kind of written into the show though, right? Yeah. If it does that not t- tell me if I'm wrong, that probably happens every season, right? It does. It does. And I, I find it a little weird. I mean, I think there's probably a conversation to be had, but there's also been times where I think I've seen a show and I'm trying to remember who I think it was Jordan Rogers didn't ask Jojo's dad for permission and then it flipped her out. So I think some women really like that and other yeah. women don't. I think I think in this group, I think they would all appreciate him doing it. But it's always an interesting conversation. Yeah, I agree. I would be interested to see. I bet you if Natasha was there, she wouldn't be into it or some, yeah. somebody like that, you know? I don't know. Um, I, I, yeah, that's we, I think we've talked about this a good amount, just me and you, like, off air before. But it's a weird issue because I think, like you said, some people would be offended if you didn't, whereas mm-hmm. I definitely know there are some people who would be offended if you did. And it's just a weird thing. I, I do think it's weird that it, to just ask the dad. Yeah, that's definitely odd. But – once again, I think it's written in his contract. I think he'll absolutely ask. But something else we saw in the preview was one of the dads saying, walk away, buddy. Like, very sternly telling him off. Uh, who do you think that is? I think it's going to be Madison's dad. Actually, now that I think about that, we've seen that preview and we've seen him. And I think it is Madison's dad. Because we've seen Madison's dad in her package. Shit, oh. I don't look that up. Yeah, so maybe. I think, I think it is Madison's dad. I, so I agree with you. I think it has to do with the... The really religious culture, the sex stuff, all that, it just makes too much sense for it to be Madison's dad. Yeah. There's a part of me that, that could see Hannah Ann too, but Me too. Me shit, too. Why now I realize why are we even talking about that? We could like look this up right now. Well, um, and they're they're both so young and then to ha- I because I, I think it's gonna be fun to watch. These are very fun dates to watch. Either the family gets loaded and it's a little crazy, or everybody sometimes the siblings are really mean to the to the bachelor these are hometown dates are pretty fun to watch yeah i I, i'm not gonna lie i'm pretty i'm pretty excited to see this shit because i mean like as you know this is my first time ever seeing a hometown right yeah why is it not coming up i'm trying to find a picture of madison with her dad but can't find it i don't know yeah so i'm really excited to see how that all goes excited to see the drama (laughs) and we'll find out finally if Hannah Ann's painting that she supposedly did with her dad wasn't done at a wine and paint or whatever the fuck it is. Oh yeah. I, th- I um, think it definitely was. It a hundred percent was. Um, <laughs> God damn Madison father. Bachelor? Oh, don't spoil that? the surprise. We'll find out next week. So who okay, do you have? In your, who do you have in your winner circle? My winner circle is, is Madison. Cause like I said, out of this group, I think she's the most likely to win. Has changed, or has it stayed consistent? I moved Kelsey into my winner circle. Oh, mom, stop! I know, it. I know, but I, I also made Hannah Ann my rising star. So I haven't been a fan of Hannah Ann this entire season, and I, I think she's doing a pretty good job. She had a weird, yeah. her cry was weird, awkward. Oh my god! Yeah, so I mean, we saw it previewed last week, but. Ugh. So for, I gotta say, I actually do respect it being that she was crying about somebody else going home, but it was a hundred thousand billion percent fake. That was just the weirdest sounding cry I've ever heard in my life. 
I, I, I think, don't buy it. I think she was just relieved and, you know, some of us are ugly criers. So I think, I think that might just be the case. It sounded like in the movie Dodgeball when the girl who's on steroids starts crying and it's like, <laughs> that's it how was. it sounded. <laughs> it sounded like a dying beached whale moaning. Like it just, there was, ugh, it was It wasn't awful. great. It wasn't great. I will tell you that. So the, my rising star is Victoria F. Uh, what? Only reason, I know, I know, but here, here's why. It's a, a little bit of a different take. I think that she gave him every opportunity to send her home this week. Like you said, she was like straight up fighting with him. She does it every goddamn week. But she's a rising star because it doesn't matter what she does or says, he's still into her. Yeah. And maybe it's just because he wants to bring her to the fantasy suites. I don't know. That's that's my my uh, opinion. I think that's probably why he's keeping her. But, ugh, yeah. yeah. I, I think uh, I think she's she's doing well for herself considering that she's trying to crash and burn. I am praying she's the person that goes home this week. I just don't think I can watch any more of it. I could see that. I honestly could see that. But yeah. who, who's riding your struggle bus? Victoria F. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, as much like I could see it both ways. Uh, I, I don't have anybody riding my struggle bus. I feel like both the women who rode, or well, the only woman who was riding the struggle bus was Natasha, and she got her ass sent home. So yeah. it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then who do you have going home next week? I, I definitely have Victoria F. Uh, oh, sorry. It seems, it seems like from the preview, maybe she doesn't even take him to see her family, but it seems like just more drama of her crying and them fighting. <laughs> it, it's just insane. I've never seen anything like it. So, Yeah, and for anyone out there who keeps saying Victoria F. is going to be the next Bachelorette, you're, you're on crack. They're, come on. She no. couldn't handle a day of it, let alone, you know, eight weeks, nine weeks, whatever the hell it is. No. She she could not handle it. She could not handle um, it. My prediction to go home is Kelsey. Oh, okay. That could be. That definitely. Oh, my gosh. I don't want to be stuck with another Victoria F week, but it may be true. So it'll be interesting. I am looking forward to next week. Hometowns are a lot of fun. <clears throat> yeah, I think it, I think it's going to be wild. You know we're sure as hell going to be watching in the in the chapter room. We're going to have uh, all the boys down there ready to see what goes down. Um, Mom, any other notes on the episode? I think that's it for me. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week for the hometown dates. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, make sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever else you're listening to us. And uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Son of a Batch. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. That you're taking pictures with, that you're seeing in the daylight, not the kind of girl. That you're eating breakfast with, that you're talking about to your friends, not the kind of girl you bring home to mama.